0: All right, I promised myself that I wasn't going to take up people's time promoting things that are not necessarily related to Dungeons and Doctorates, but I'm taking this opportunity to do something selfish for just a moment. Uh, my Fringe show, All the Best Roles Are Written for Men, is going to Melbourne Fringe. So if you are based in Melbourne, uh, between the 2nd and the 8th of October, I will be over there at the Motley Bauhaus in Carlton from 9 till 10pm each and every night doing my Fringe show. I would love to have some wonderful supportive humans over there seeing my show, so if you you are in the Melbourne area and do want to come down it is the same on the same weekend as PAX Australia so if you do want to come down and come and see it I would be incredibly grateful uh see the other half of my performing self as well as the voices that I do here on Dungeons and Doctorates
1: Each of you have received news that you must complete a literature review in order to continue doing your PhDs. Hmm. I believe each of you have also submitted forms saying that you were unexpectedly in a different plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yes, what unexpected, was- um Unexpected absence due to planar travel or something? Something uh a misadventure ad, due to due
0: to, due to uh, unexpected interplanar travel. Uh, absence due to
1: unexpected due travel. travel. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's
0: really
2: really handy that they have a form for that.
1: Well I mean They have a department that ta-
0: studies like <laughs> things that come meditation. in and out of nowhere. <laughs> like
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. makes I sense. Mean,
1: the school, the university was formed from a wizard school and a law school. It would mm. make sense they would have forms for a lot of it's stuff. Literally everything. Yeah, Including <laughs> uh, getting replacement ID cards. Something. Oh, yeah. Certain, certain player characters that we occasionally have join us should be familiar yes. with. Yes, yes, yes. And certain yes. kobolds are obsessed over now. Yes, <laughs>
0: very much so.
2: Does Susie just have, like, a, a filing cabinet in her room full of replacement ID card forms, do you reckon?
1: No. She has to go and get one not, every time. Not in her room. Oh, yeah. But
0: she probably is on first-name basis with the lovely staff, so when she walks in, they just they've hand got her the
2: They've got a the special form. file. <laughs> yeah. They've got They're a Susie might. file.
1: They probably mm. have like a day since last Su- like Susie Methuselah <laughs> interaction. Like t- it's like mm. a chalkboard. <laughs> just day underneath
0: it. the thing. Day si- yeah, just- I-, I think it's probably a day since ooze related student ID mishap. <laughs> I think it's because like, yeah. it wouldn't just it's be just Susie a- that would have those problems. It would be others like,
1: well. Uh, those like flip number cards. Like they just like flip it over every day. Like hey, yeah. we're up to four. Susie walks in. All right. <laughs> <to zero."> yeah, <laughs> it's great. Love it. <laughs> No, no. We have a celebration every time it gets to 10 days. Um,
0: I hope <laughs> that we make merch that says days since ooze-related incident and just have a number yes, counter please. with a tiny little kobold pushing up the uh, number. I do not have the graphic design skills to create this, but someone I should do, do that. Actually.
1: I could do that. Um, I recently <laughs> received a great Kickstarter. Shout out to Hole Breach, uh, for a patch that says days since last Hole Breach.
0: Lovely. Nice. There we go.
1: There we go. So... You've all got a lot of writing to do mm. uh, in the next three-ish weeks. Um, and That's okay. Many, I
0: don't need sleep. It's fine.
1: <laughs> well, you need four hours of meditative thought. Yeah, and, it's and four rest. hours.
0: Mm. I've got twice as much time as everyone else. It's good.
1: <laughs> well, uh, as many of us who have done assignments know that when it comes to writing big long involved things with lots of research they can kind of consume the rest of our lives and so not a lot is really going to happen adventure-wise for the next three weeks but life continues so we're going to do a montage
3: Woo. montage
1: it's a montage <laughs> Montage. Can we have
2: some 80s yeah. like Eye of the Tiger style music in the background? Some some non non
0: yeah. uh, royal some royalty-free 80s inspired yeah, music. Eye of the
3: tiger.
2: Yeah.
0: Alright.
3: <laughs> That's your I, job, for us, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm on it. As we speak. Uh,
1: so. <laughs> Meredith. Yes. During the three weeks, what do you get up to? What's your routine look like as you write this? very large document
2: yeah um I'm just kind of trying to think back to like the final days of my PhD um and how I went about collating all your thoughts because I think when you're doing a big research project like this there's just there's a lot going on in your head right because you've got so many different moving parts you've read so many different things you're trying to figure out where the hell you put the thing that has the stuff that you actually want to say and reference so um I had a, a big old whiteboard that I just, like, chucked all of my notes on, basically, and I had, like, big post-it notes and stuff that I would move around. You know, like, that meme with Charlie um, Yeah, you're, like, trying to, like, solve Day. a
1: murder. You're, like...
2: Yeah, I'm totally trying to solve a murder, right? Um, Meredith thinks very similarly to me, <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> that's how I roll. Um, that's a different yeah, channel. A distinct,
1: and, uh... Sorry. I have a distinct <laughs> memory of writing my literature review and then... Doing more my my data collection, doing my second part writing like the results mm-hmm. and, and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and then doing a massive edit of the entire thing. And when you yep. go back and edit something that you wrote, yeah, six to, six months too easy to a year yeah. earlier, it's like trying to solve a murder that you committed, but you don't remember exactly. Doing it.
2: Exactly, mm-hmm. and you're like, where the hell did that come from? It's worse when you're doing a big project like a PhD because you a lot of the time you write your literature review like three years before you you finish the final thing. Mm-hmm. So it's even worse. But we're not there yet. We're still at the literature review. So it's all good. Mm. Um, Which is like
1: <laughs> the longest, most complicated book report you've ever written.
2: Yes. Yes. It's big. Um, and it's also really helpful because it's it's kind of when you start putting all your thoughts together and figuring out where you want to take your work as well and what the <laughs> gaps in the research landscape are so like you can kind of figure out what people have done and uh where you can go where you can kind of take your work um and so usually when you do um a literature review for this kind of um assignment when you hand it in after you know your first year of your phd or, or however long it's been now um you'll have a section at the end as well where you kind of have to talk about what you want to do so your experimental design um and some justifications for that as well So I think Meredith has been doing a lot of like, um, sending ravens out to people and gathering all of her, um, participants in her surveys and that kind of thing. So she can kind of talk about how many people she's got and yeah, getting ahead around doing more social science rather than hard science as well. I think it's going to take a little while for her to Mm. reframe because it's very, very, very different. Um, so yeah, so I think she's very much buried herself in her work. Like she looks a lot more frazzled than normal. Um she'll wake up, roll out of bed, go downstairs, grab some breakfast, and then take it back up to her room. And she's basically just been like going from there, going in between there and the library, um, pretty solidly.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So who would like who would you be speaking with um about experimental design?
2: Oh, her supervisor for sure. I think she's been kind of sending lots of ravens in between and going and visiting Gillian and sending her like um, bits and pieces of of her work and like her outlines and stuff and getting things back with red ink scribbled all over them and yeah, big capital letters, red yes, ink. a thousand percent.
1: It's, it's it's it draws the attention to her notes. It very does quickly.
2: absolutely. It is
1: also a little like ugh.
0: Yeah. This is why
2: See, green is a, is bit a better
0: f- pen for editing rather than yes, red. Yes, a thousand percent.
2: <laughs> this is a bit of flavor based on my, my, one of my supervisors who used to give me my, um, her research, like her, her edits in red pen and in capital letters. And it took me so long to figure out until I like saw her in a meeting writing, like taking notes. It's just how she wrote, literally just mm-hmm. how she wrote in everyday life. And I was like, oh. You're not angry at me, oh I see
1: <laughs> I mean uh this is possibly like wild um just like my like um what am I like an elder millennial, I guess yeah
0: we're uh, millennials, don't worry about the the elder younger whatever we no, all by no. uniform age bracket, we're millennials fall under the millennial sure. bucket
1: um had somebody that I worked with who was above me, and they were very proper in their writing style yeah and they would use correct punctuation Mm -hmm. meaning that they would they would type me like they would send me messages and full stop things oh no and so like i'd ask a question and they'd be like yes full stop and (gasps) for me why are you angry i interpret that like yes why what are you what have i done wrong why are you angry it was just how they wrote Mm -hmm. everything was was proper punctuation and grammar and it just took me a while to realize that um,
2: you haven't put an emoji in. What did I do to you?
1: Yeah, I I imagine there was a moment like that where Jillian responded to one of your messages like, "Yes, that sounds good." Full stop.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: what? What? Oh. But then like you. But you know Jillian, and so it's yeah, like, well, she's not like that in person. Exactly. It must just be her writing style.
2: Yeah. Precisely.
1: Okay.
2: So yeah, so she's um she's like full on buried herself. Um. Mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of interesting because there's a lot of stuff happening in her personal life, which she I think is using work to ignore a little bit.
1: Okay. Mm. So Harold, mm. how is how is life treating you? I mean, you've you've done a lot of your literature review kind of already mm. when you were preparing for your uh, presentation at that the conference, but you also haven't touched it for like a month or so now <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he so, been busy but um how is yeah, that so,
3: going i think because harold does have that little bit of leeway he he probably has been um like he's been working on it and he's aware that since he's been away in the Feyra like Fey realm he has like catch up to do essentially um but I think also probably he's the kind of person who's like, well, I've done three days of work, so I'm going to treat myself to a trip to the Artisans District and maybe check out that new Monster Battle set. And, yep. you know, like, he's just like, OK, well, I did three days of work, therefore I, I deserve a day of me time now. And like, probably doesn't quite have the willpower to be like, mm, but if I just get it done now... It won't be an issue. Yeah,
1: it's later. The, it's the, the, there's a deadline, but it's it's on the horizon. It's not here yet. And yeah, so I don't have to worry about it now and do an appropriate amount of work each day till I get to it. It's just like it's, it'll it'll come up later, and then it it gets closer and closer, and you're like, oh no, wait a minute. It's the yeah, now, like, but now or like, not
0: now problem, and the problem mm-hmm. is it's now now.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> constant.
1: Like, I think he's struggle.
0: taking it
3: more seriously than. Normal. Like I like I because I think normally he'd be like, Well, I did half a day's work. Surely that's worth the rest now. But I think he's like <laughs> taking it more seriously than normal. But still. But then he does kinda he he has mostly finished it, you know, because he he sort of did that for his presentation. Like it a big part of that was like, here are the history of the observations of these wandering stars. And like like he just he's sort of pulling in the last few like, maybe he's had to send away, you know, to, like, some distant university somewhere on the mm-hmm. other side of the world to be like, well, you know, what do your observations look like? And I imagine they took a while to get in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So And so, given
1: that you've done kind of most of it already, does that mean that the last bits that you're pulling together for your uh, literature review are more to do with, like, the last part of it? Like, where you're going? Like, where where you're... Like, kind of framing the, the the preamble before you talk about
3: what your PhD is going to do. Yes, and I think also part of that is trying to take into consideration the feedback he had from the conference and trying to, like, think, okay, well, obviously, these are things that people who aren't me are thinking about the project, so I should, like, address these now... Um. Because yeah, it does. It tends to be better to like. It tends to be better to call out yourself than like wait for someone else to do it. Um, it's kind of like that. Um, if you're ever in a
1: debate, you need to address the uh, the points that are going to be raised against you, so that your opponent cannot raise them against you. Yeah, you've and already, you've already I, handled them. It's called and covering your own that ass. I imagine actually.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I imagine that wasn't Harold's idea. I imagine that was probably advice given by um, Cakestone, you know, as a seasoned uh, renegade. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Okay. Potentia, we come to you. How is Potentia going about her her writing?
0: I think Potentia, up until this point, had done a lot of reading, a lot of absorbing, a lot of structuring, and had a very organized system of this paper is about this, this paper is about this. She uses like the equivalent of like a latex um, filing system, like citing citation system for herself. like it's it's a case of she's just she's already organized with what everyone else has said. So for her, mm-hmm. it's about sitting down and writing it. And I think she's because as we have established, I think previously, the education system here is based on the education system that she is familiar with from home mm-hmm. um she kind of has a structure that she intends to like sit down and then can just not word vomit onto the page with stuff but because she like her process has been absorb everything now spit it out in order um a lot of her writing is like looks frenetic from the outside but is actually just her pulling her brain out onto the page um sentence after sentence after sentence after sentence uh mm-hmm. and the bit that's probably going to be the hardest for her is editing that and struck like putting it back together mm-hmm. in a way that someone else would understand rather than the way she understands it so Lots she has a structure in mind of like when notes. things when things should go where but also mm-hmm. trying to make it so that it does that as opposed to, because she has quite a structured view of how this, how a lit review should TM be written, as opposed mm. to um, what, what your brain I mean, does I think
1: naturally. I think that's one of the biggest challenges with writing anything, is getting information onto the page.
0: As someone who mm. writes for something outside of this project on a regular basis and edits other people's work... The ordering of things and the structuring of sentences so that they actually say what you think you said, versus saying the thing and saying something mean or like overblown, mm. yeah. is a is an art to the ordering of sentences as much as it is yeah. having those sentences um in yeah. the right order.
1: I mean, for me, I find editing easier than just getting from like getting stuff down on the page.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, um, uh, and I think she's probably. Like spoken to the other people in her office about how like they have gone about that process, because I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure if memory cons- if memory serves me right, all of them are past the lit review stage unless I am yes. wrong. Yeah, yeah. So her trying to get a handle on how do people do lit reviews here, mm-hmm. as opposed to how are lit reviews done hundreds of miles away.
1: Yeah. Yep. Hundreds of thousands of miles away on the other side of the world. Um, you will find them to be very familiar to a style that you are used to. Yep. Uh there are a few uh, like lo- like local differences. Citation uh, m- structures citation and things. <laughs> but most it's it's mostly just like slight turns of phrase are a little different. Yeah. Like something that you just like, oh that doesn't Quite mean the same thing here that it does back home okay yeah good to know
0: yeah i think that the sort of idiomatic terms of phrase because she runs into that in her normal speaking life leave alone her mm-hmm. academic written mm. life um mm. and she probably would have noticed those things in what she's read because she would have picked up documents from oh god now i have to
1: remember names of countries hang on hold i have a list I like have names, names of fantasy countries in a world that you aren't familiar with yet. Mm. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. But places I went on my Gap Decade, so therefore, actually important yeah, yeah. that I do remember where they were. Um. Mm-hmm. So if gap I am correct. Decade! I just can't remember.
2: You forgot. About that. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh, it's the gift that keeps on giving, honestly.
0: Where is. um Is Lorien big oldie worldie? Um. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big oldie worldie Elfland. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, when she's spent, she's noticed the difference in the linguistic style of the Imperium versus Lorien versus Mer- um, Mer- Merpolisus? Merpo- yeah, yes. and those other, um, just the idiomatic changes, which mm. has made it difficult for her because a lot of this research is done across the world rather than being a localised specialty
1: of... <laughs> Mm-hmm. A particular university. Well, also a lot of the the research that you've read from from Lorian is in Elvish, so like you're you're mentally translating that into common. It's fine. It's my first
0: language. It's not a problem. Um, yes,
1: but also like the writing style would be different as yes. well. Like they were just like language, the, the language, linguistic structure,
0: and yeah. So I think that's probably the first time we've actually acknowledged the fact that Elvish would be Potentia's first language, and Common would be her second language mm-hmm there you go I mean, it would be
1: that's a it'd, a it'd be like your i've i've always associated um elvish to be very similar to like french with very structured like language that's like an old language as well compared yes. to common being english which is just a, a mishmash of other languages put together so that many people can speak it
0: it's yes, the trade but, language well hold on hold on um I, as someone who speaks multiple languages French Mm. and English being two of them. Um, Mm. Yes, but there's also things when someone learns French as a first language when then they try and translate things into English, even if they are a fluent English speaker as well, that the linguistic structure is different. Why why does a table have a gender? Um, I still ask this question on a regular basis. Why does my chair have a gender?
2: There's no logical way to figure that out. You just have to know.
0: Yeah. You know what's really frustrating? Duolingo. And getting the gender of the object wrong, and that making your entire oh. sentence wrong. I'm like, I got the bit you wanted me to get right, right, and now you're getting mad at me for not knowing the gender of a table. That's <clears throat> I don't care. Anyway, it's it's feminine, by the way. Just for this going
1: on, it is. It's, uh,
2: the <laughs> tables are all La table.
0: women, apparently.
2: <laughs> La table. <laughs> yeah, because that makes perfect. Yep, absolutely
1: there's some there's definitely some French artist carpenter out there creating masculine tables on purpose
0: oh yeah, yeah. oh there's some weird ones about like body parts or whatever that are wires why, why is that a masculine noun <laughs> I can't remember what they are but, anyway yeah.
1: and we won't get into to French counting systems because you know 60 20, 10, why hmm. so anyway.
0: saw, yeah because because six six lots of because it's fine <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Potentia, oh, okay. you find Ren alone in the office mm-hmm. on a night as is often the case where he stays quite late uh, I feel like the two of his... us are often
0: in late in the office because I don't need to sleep and he works late and runs on coffee so
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something you have in common Yeah,
0: we're night owls the irony mm-hmm. of that sentence um, is not lost and my mm-hmm. like In this three weeks, just to be clear, um, Potentia has resummoned her familiar, um, who, like, usually probably enters the room before she does and, like, perches on the back of her chair. And then she normally sweeps it off, like, and tells it to go off to its little perch that she's set up, like, Mm -hmm. next to her desk. Um, Because she just lets it exist in the office.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, I think possibly the the fact that your familiar is just existing in the office is almost like uh, the thing that breaks the dam and suddenly your office mates are summoning familiars and letting them roam around the office as well.
0: And she's deliberately got... uh, So, fun fact, science fact moment. Um, She has summoned her familiar back as an owl, which is how it was before. Um, And... Uh, owls are silent, so she basically can ninja into a room because the owl goes in silently and then she follows. And she's n- not a stomper, so <laughs> often will still ninja in despite the fact that there a uh, familiar with her.
1: Hmm. Um, but on this occasion, yeah, you, you enter your office and you find Ren fast at work doing his... his whatever is he's doing with his project. Yeah. Uh, maps sprawled across his table...
0: Um she's gonna like glance across to see if he has like a glass of water or equivalent that is sitting on his desk and if uh he
1: does have a like a travel mug um that he usually has water inside of it
0: yeah um she's just gonna like press to digitate cool it down because that's just like a it's probably been sitting there it's probably gross you'll drink it if it's cold.
1: Um, oh, uh, thank, thank you. Yeah. He looks at he like looks up, looks out the window. When did it get dark?
0: How long have you been? How long's it been since you stretched, Ren? Oh, feel my legs. Hang Stand what? up, <laughs> like, st- yeah, like she, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's 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 not the mum of the office, but like because she's mm-hmm. one of those people who regularly stands up to stretch. I think when she's mm-hmm. around, people probably do. And if he hasn't, then he'd be like, oh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, he's like I've been sitting on my leg. Oh mm. no, hang on. Yeah, better. Oh, yes. Um, in a moment. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> take a moment. Um, question. Um, have mm. you heard anything from that professor that went missing?
1: Uh, Wolfkeep, the mm. one who lost his position. Mm-hmm. Um, no, can't say I have. I hope he's doing all right.
0: Um you were uh, you had a lot of conversations with him before he disappeared, right?
1: Yeah, well he's he's um well versed in, in fairy lore and I mean the fae I don't wanna, I don't want to explain something you already know, in case you already know, but they have a very similar uh, teleportation thing similar to teleportation circles. It's different. Um, I don't want to explain it. You already know. Course, I, I mean,
0: I've, I've e- experienced it.
1: Yes, of uh, course. Yes, you were telling us um, with the, the weird... Uh, door the, the, and runes the door. Yeah. and Yes.
0: Um, no, uh, I just... I didn't tell you before now because I didn't think about it. It's all been a bit of a blur since I got back and lit review and all. Yep, um, yeah. But um, there was... There was a guy in the Fey Realm where I was who fits your description of... Well, she's hedging really hard on purpose, which he could mm-hmm. suss if he wanted to.
1: Um, your call. Um, um, yeah, I guess... Hmm. I'm going to roll an insight. And I'm going to get you to roll either a deception or a persuasion What?
0: Rolling dice okay. in d d Never. Yeah.
1: Basically deception or
0: deception or persuasion.
1: Deception or persuasion. Basically, if you're trying <laughs> to buy something from him or like ease him into it. I want you to tell me which one you're doing.
0: I'm probably trying to ease him into the idea that I've okay, so found Blue Persu- so.
1: Persuasion. Cool. And I'm going to roll an insight on him. Uh
0: 19 plus 4. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I mean, he he's believing you, and he's yeah. not uh, like jumping to conclusions.
0: Um. So I, th- th- he he knew your name, and he to- asked me to give you a message. I've only just remembered. It's as I say, been a bit of a couple of weeks.
1: Um. Y- yeah. Uh, what What was the message?
0: Um. That he'd found a guide for an expedition and that you'd need to travel to the location that you had previously discussed and then um, something about an old log and knocking three times I don't know if it means anything to you
1: yes Hang on, and he like starts boring through his maps, and he he'll he'll grab one and he'll he'll pull it out and it shows um and the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he points to an area northwest of Ferramastus, kind of up and along the coast. Here, the up near Toadmorden, um, there's a swamp that I I'm planning an expedition. There's um there's a... Well, I... My research is about trying to understand the runes in the magic circles. Mm-hmm. It's my theory that there is a uh, an algorithm to understand them and predict them. And that if my predictions are correct, the location of where... A magic circle of teleportation is placed, and the time it was placed to do with celestial objects. I think. Um. They determine the the sequence of of runes you need to access a magic circle, and if I know where there's a magic circle, I should be able. I don't know when it was create it i should be able to predict what those runes are now what i need in order to finish my research is a magic circle that has an unknown rune circle a rune sequence for but exists because obviously if you create it it exists like when you create it you know what the rune circle is you know what the the sequence is so I need one that has been lost right. and that nobody remembers what the sequence is.
0: Could you not use one that you don't know the answer to, but somebody else does? She's looking confused at, like, why... He, like, her logic is, but if like if you just pretended you didn't know it, you could guess it, right? Like, that's that's how that would work. That's her logic in this moment.
1: When the Day of Darkness happened, a lot of weird stuff happened with magic and the planes. And our material plane in particular... And my algorithm applies to all currently known magic circles since then. But before the Day of Darkness, a thousand years ago, we don't know if those magic circles exist anymore if they still work. Because all those magic circles were kind of wiped at the time. But this one should exist still, according to... He pulls out, like, an old tome he's got. According to this legend I've been going through, there should be a temple there where there should be a magic circle, and if I can get there and find it and the sequence matches my prediction, assuming we can date roughly when the circle was created, which I think I have based on my... And you you see he starts going into, like, real depth into his research.
0: She's going to just sort of, like do that sort of hands up in, like, a sort of... Not not a stop, this is too much, but like, okay, yep, no good. Right, no, of course, um,
1: well... Sorry, hang on, wait, I, hang on, uh, he gets a quill. What what was the message again? Sorry, I need to write this um, down.
0: Something about finding a guide for an expedition and that okay. you will need to travel to the location that you'd previously discussed... Mm And something mm -hmm. about an old log, and knocking three times. I don't really remember more than that, to be
1: honest. That no, this is this is very helpful. I've been looking for a guide because the swamps are a little dangerous, and if you don't have a guide, you're well likely to get lost. Um, and so this is this is very this is (sighs) potential. This is what I need to finish my PhD this is it like this is the thing I need the 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 key argument that my prediction can be retroactively applied to magic circles from thousands or beyond this is this is huge potential
0: she's just gonna smile to herself and then just go well just make sure you put me in your acknowledgements um like in that sort of smart ass academic way of like I helped (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, I'm, I, I'm going to need, well, now that I have a location, sort of, and a guide, sort of, uh, I can finally finish my application for funding to do the expedition. And you see him, like, do some, like, mental math, and then he looks at you. Hey, didn't you say that you and your friends went on an expedition with Professor Kegstone up to the mountains?
0: Yes, with um, Harold's supervisor. Um,
1: something yeah. about
0: stargazing. And then there was a big mountain.
1: Would the three of you be interested in assisting me in this? I mean, after your literature review, this is going to take me time I was going to, to, get to get say, I mean, solid. we're all
0: in the depths of a literature review, and I, I can't speak for the others, but I can ask.
1: That'd be so helpful.
0: Let me ask, and I'll I'll get
1: back to you. Thank you. That this is, this is huge potential. If I didn't know you well enough, I'd, I'd hug you. But this is huge. This is so huge.
0: I mean, look, there's got to be something good out of me losing a couple of weeks of my life, and you helped cover my classes in the interim. So we're even, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah. Beyond that, I, I have, to, I, I have to, I have to get some forms and finish some forms, and you like start scooping up maps and documents and things. I have to go. I, I, I the things. The, um, uh. Thank you. Yeah. I have. Yes. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. And you like? Just make sure just- you eat.
0: She's gonna like take whatever he's left. Like he's probably left coffee cups and stuff, mm-hmm. and just sort of take them over to. Wherever the corner is that coffee cups go to die, because we all know that there's a corner in an office where coffee cups go to die, Um, she's going to take all of that over to that corner um, Mm -hmm. for prestidigitating or cleansing later from one of them. yeah. Not her turn, so she's just going to... I
1: like the idea that despite the fact with a wave of your hand you can clean things, there is still that, like dishwashing like delay like we get a pile no, but of things no, no, no. then it goes no no, no, no. The but here's here's plane.
0: the thing here's the thing on a technicality it is that you can uh oh it's an object i guess a pile of dishes feels like an object so it's that because it's like it takes seconds, magical energy seconds. to do that and conjuration yeah. we're like we're not going to expel the, the magical energy we don't need to so mm-hmm. and it's also it's a turn-taking system so <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. my week to deep clean the uh, the crockery.
1: Totally fair. Um, okay. Yep.
0: And then Great. she'll si- sit back down to like keep. She's probably recopying out her lit review into the right order. At
1: this point. Mm-hmm. So given that the the three of you are all writing literature reviews. You are writing about different topics, but there's something to be said about having a group of people also going through the same thing as you, and you can discuss uh, structure and referencing and those kinds of things. So I imagine that despite the fact you are all hunkered down in your own individual worlds, you still want to meet up. Mm. And I think the best place to do that... Is the underlibrary in one of the the study alcoves there? So that's where we will find the three of you today. You're in the last week of writing your literature review. It's it's been a marathon. Let's be honest. Um, given that Harold has described that he has been taking what he what he describes as well deserved breaks, perhaps the Pressure of the looming deadline might be getting to you. Um, Given that Potentia has four hours more in a day, she might be well and truly. She would probably uh, look less less
0: less stressed than you all, but but is probably
1: yeah. But also perhaps the the pressure of having to perform at a certain level is like still remaining. Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: Yeah. Can I just say, for Meredith, many reasons we have discussed, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> many reasons we have discussed. Can I just
2: say, Meredith is like she's got of her like she kind of sits back and like runs her fingers through her hair and then pauses and frowns, and then like you watch her pull a full quill, like feathered quill, out of her hair and just look at it in confusion.
0: Um, can. Potentially just cast. I don't know if you'll let me do this. Can I cast prestidigitation on Meredith's hair to clean, to clean
1: mean, it? Uh, and the hey. tries to resist you. you can, um, uh, Meredith, are you going to try and resist that? If, I don't know that she'd notice, so, to be
2: honest. No, I don't All think right. she would. <laughs> um,
1: then yes. Meredith's yeah. hair is <laughs> clean. Meredith's
0: hair is now clean. Mostly because I know that you would hate it if, if you looked at yourself, I think, is the thing. It's just me being like, I'm just going to oh, fix thanks, that. Mm-hmm. Um, Because Potentia still looks as presentable as ever because four uh, extra hours.
1: <laughs> I will say, Meredith's hair and all the things contained within the hair <laughs> are clean.
0: Secrets. <laughs>
1: It's very curly hair. It contains. Secrets. Oh
0: yeah, no, like this is mm. this is about getting rid of like things that are gross, just not like, just things like that that's are built up. Yeah. Well, and also like you know, if there was a piece of gum or something that would otherwise be considered not to yeah. belong there in the its gross sense, as opposed mm-hmm. to in the I put a pen yeah. in my hair and now it's still
1: there sense. Yeah. How long has this been there? I don't remember this quill.
2: Yeah, that's why she's looking at it in confusion and slight concern. She's like.
0: Because as you do that, that's when I'm like, oh no, no, that means you've know, not touched your hair in a while. Ew.
2: <laughs> and she kind of like, I wondered where that got to. And then she like puts it on the side of the desk and then keeps reading.
0: <laughs> um, Potentia's probably going to stand up and stretch just because, like, sitting for very long periods of time, she is aware as a long-limbed human is bad for her spine. So she mm. does the sort of stand up and stretch. It's as though she has a thing on her wrist that reminds her to stand up on the hour every hour to ensure that she's got good posture and
1: it's like an internal alarm. That sounds like a cursed item. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're great. It's a good it's a good item to have. Um it's good. But more more I think like in a way of just being like, guys, it's she does it quite obviously, so that the others are like aware that it is probably time to de-pretzel themselves. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. what's the phrase? Um, uh, "Check your posture, you croissant." I think is the uh, is a friend of mine's mm-hmm. turn of phrase for it. Love it because they're
2: folded over on themselves. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, we got, we yeah. we got it.
0: I wasn't, that wasn't for you. That was for the audience.
1: <laughs> so uh, the Under Library has been going through renovations, as you are quite aware. Yeah. Um, it has been under under construction now for some time, uh, given the large amount of damage it sustained. Uh, Magical hmm. damage. Half of it was entirely collapsed the under library has been improving Uh, access to the lower levels has been granted to students once again Uh, but it is under uh, direction to be exceptionally careful they have installed temporary stairs while the uh, floors are reconstructed turns out Moving a bunch of stone and getting a bunch of uh masons down here underground is tricky. And whoever designed it didn't really anticipate having large uh maintenance works being done to repair entire floors.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're
1: having wizards to pump never out think an ocean. about that kind of stuff. They're like we build it once and then that's it. it stays there forever. Apparently not. Not Things all collapse. wizards. ha <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag not, not always <laughs>
2: it's
1: almost like putting a library under the underground where water drainage could be an issue was also a problem
0: ben don't i remember Magic. the great storm of perth not 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 a time I Oh was God. i was
1: in canberra when it flooded oh
0: mm. i'm gonna send you photographs of the architecture library
1: Oh, video no. of the
0: architecture library. Oh,
2: that's gonna make me so sad.
0: Yeah, it was not pleasant. Anyway, you well, um, would have thought architects designed a good building. But definitely, and <laughs> That is really nice and ironic, <laughs>
2: honestly. Yeah, it's kind of delicious. Sorry, continue, Ben. <laughs> we're we're um, doing well with the tangents today.
1: Mm, well, I mean, that's probably something that your characters are fighting off as you write these literature reviews trying to fight off various tangents that keep popping up into your life. like no I can't can't do that now speaking of Harold have you been going to your family dinners
3: mm. yes Harold would have been doing that especially since um, he is interested in um, Archie Jr's progress Archie the third
2: um, remind us what that was again
1: well, um. So this is something that, uh, Harold hasn't told you about, I guess. Oh! You haven't been around for that. So maybe mm. Harold might bring it up in conversation now.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yes, Harold has most certainly been going to those, uh, those dinners. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, it
1: seems that, uh, your, your oldest brother has been less confrontational. Uh, mm-hmm. since then whether whether that means that things have settled down for him or he's mm-hmm. just hiding it better you're not entirely sure
3: mhm
1: um but yeah i mean he's been non-confrontational with mm-hmm. with you and your brother um not yeah. exactly friendly but definitely like mm. cordial he's he's been mm-hmm. Doing the, the polite family thing, um, yeah. but he doesn't stick around, you know, late into the night the way uh, you and your sister might do. Hmm. Um, is this something yeah. that's weighing on your on Harold's mind?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's like it's very unusual behaviour for my like extremely straight laced brother to be. Yeah.
1: What if in that case, possibly something like shows on on your face as you're you mm. like, as you stop for a moment and you kind of like do that, tilt the head, look off into the into the middle distance, staring at a wall. There's possibly a look on Harold's face, yeah, uh, which your companions yeah. might pick up on. As
0: you say, which which potentially, I'm going to say that that's probably happened about the same time that Potentia's decided to stretch out and make sure that her spine is correctly aligned and all of that Mm how do you know the deadline is soon you do have to do work sorry distracted face
3: oh right yes um i don't you know this is this is the first time we've sort of Gotten to get away for a while, I suppose. Um, you know, I I sort of bargained away my Tuesday evenings, uh, in order to uh, I don't know secure that. funding for Raffi
0: I don't know that. I oh. don't know that. I do not know that. I, I was not. That. I was not with you. I would never be near your dad.
3: That's right. I mean, that's <laughs> fair. Of course. Yeah. Um, it was just it was just murder. So,
0: so you just said that. And I'm like, mm. S- sorry, you what?
3: Uh, well, I needed, I needed money and part of the bargain with my father was that I, uh, would go to family dinners every week, uh, which wasn't a high price to pay, but it, you know, uh, anyway, it was a promise, so, uh, needless to say, while we were, um, uh, while we were in the casino, I, I wasn't able to keep that commitment and, um, when I got back, uh, Archie, uh, my brother not my father uh, which should be obvious because harold would never call his father no. archie obviously. She,
0: she gives you that slight eyebrow raise of well yeah like
3: yeah um, <laughs> uh, and archie hates being called archie <laughs> as well <laughs> um uh, he was just he was acting so strange and i sort of managed to squeeze out of him a little bit I, i'm kind of worried uh, I feel like he's doing work for some dangerous individuals.
2: Meredith, I think, will look up at that and frown and go,
3: what do you mean? I mean, I, I can't be sure, but he was just, he was doing this, like, extra work, but I got a feeling it wasn't sort of, uh, you know, in an official capacity, sort of off the books kind of thing. What does he do and the way he talked about it. He's an
0: accountant.
3: He's in, oh, he's, right. he's, in, he's in business. No, that's right. Yes, yeah. You know, he's an he's an accountant. Um, she doesn't
0: care. She's just like <sighs> he's he does business.
3: Yeah. Boring. I I just worry that you know there are some organisations around who uh, it it would be ill advised to you know once you're in you can never really get out so.
0: Mm. And you are worried because you haven't been worried until now.
3: What's new well, about I this? I mean, you know, well, it's, it's, you know, previously Archie was very, um, just very, I don't know, just boring. I, I, I mean, I don't really know how else to say it. He's just very by the book. Uh, and he, he was just very defensive about his work. And he's never, he's never defensive about his work. He's so bloody proud of it for some reason, uh, most of the time, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I it just I can sense something is off with him, and I, I sort of confronted him about it, and he you know, he gave away a few details, but And mm-hmm. I, I sort of you know, I sort of asked my father to keep track of it, but uh, you know, my father just doesn't seem to have the I don't know if he doesn't want to see it, or he just sort of maybe he underestimates Archie, I mean. Would
2: anyone at the adventuring guilds have any insights, do you think?
3: Problem is if I poke around I could I could end up sort of yeah, casting that's very true. um Yeah, you know, like I'm suspicion on him. So. Yeah.
2: It could be nothing yes. as well, right?
3: I mean, of course, possibly I could be completely off about all of this, but the fact that he sort of semi-admitted things is... I mean, uh. he, you know, he and I are not friends, you know? He's my brother, obviously, and I, if if he needed my help, of course I would give it to him, but... You know, we're not we're not friends. We're uh, there are years and years between us, and he's he's just a completely different person than I am.
2: What about Gregory? Has he noticed anything? He might be able to help.
3: <sighs> well, the problem is Gregory might have an obligation to sort of, you know.
2: <sighs> and your sister. Yeah, but <sighs> if it's for his brother, it might be slightly different. You know, you might be able to bend the rules a little bit.
3: Maybe, I mean...
2: Do things off the book?
3: Martha, yes, potentia is potentially an option. Though I, I just don't... I don't know how she would have access to the sort of people who... I don't know, it's sort of difficult. Like, I I find myself wanting to sort of poke my nose in a little, but obviously I'm so busy. And I I also want to respect my brother. I mean, he asked me to sort of... Yeah. You know, not to get involved, but... I mean, you know the sorts of people we've gotten involved with. Yeah.
2: Uh, Well, I think what you need is a way to keep tabs on him without, you know, rocking the boat or making things difficult, you know, tricky for him and dangerous. Just keep an eye uh, on things until you feel like you have to step in, you know. It's tricky, too, because it's your older brother, right?
3: Like. Right, exactly. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want to be you know, rescued or sort of babied by me. I mean, that's always sort of been everybody else's job. (laughs) Uh... Yeah. But it's just so unusual for him. Like, there there must be some sort of pressure, you know?
0: I mean, your father must... Your father is a detail-oriented person about people. And she says that with a slight clip. Because you know, you know full well she does not like your <laughs> mm. dad. Has he noticed anything? Have you raised it with him? I'm sure he spends heard, more I time with your brother than you do.
3: Well, yes, of course. I mean, they, they, they work together occasionally. I mean, obviously, my father is quite a few stations above my brother at, at this stage, you know, in their careers. But he just didn't seem especially concerned. It, it felt like...
2: Would he be involved as well, do you think? And Meredith is like, says it in a very cautious sort of like.
3: Mm. Uh, I think my father would rather pull his pants down in public than get involved with something like that. Uh, (laughs) Which is saying something, obviously. Uh, he's, He's so against anything, even resembling a sort of underbelly. Um, almost to the point of paranoia. To be honest, he sort of uh, grilled Potentia a little when they first met because he, I think, might, maybe, maybe, have assumed she was part of the uh, the mafia. Hmm. Uh, yes, which you know was completely baseless, of course, and out of order. But that's.
0: I mean, sometimes people of your father and brother's level in the hierarchy, let's say, get involved in the underbelly unintentionally, or people they know are already in there, whether you like it or not.
3: Hmm.
2: Harold, I your mean, your instincts are your instincts are pretty good. Like I think if you if you believe something is dodgy is happening with Archie, then I I believe you.
3: I just don't really know how to sort of proceed because I I don't want to draw attention yeah. onto him, but at the same time I sort of I want I want a lead of some kind, I suppose. And I I mean you know I. I sort of we have that one friend, you know, uh, Angus, but well, that's the road that we can't really walk back from if we really. if we start inquiring.
2: Do you get the sense he's in any immediate danger?
3: No, but he he certainly seems preoccupied hmm. by whatever this is.
2: well, maybe it's worth just keeping an eye on things for now, and I'm sure, like she gestures between potentia and herself. and I'm sure. Like we'll keep an ear to the ground as well. Yes, right.
0: Um, potential looks up from She's she's gone she's still part of the conversation, but she's gone back to like moving post-it notes around because she's doing two mm. things at once. Um and just sort of goes. I mean, we could ask a certain adventurer's appreciation society member that Runs in similar circles to your brother about it all, but right. I, needless to say, I'm not That's... exactly keen to to lean on that particular person more than Why not? I need to. <laughs>
3: Well, as, as uh, funny Ma- as
0: Meredith would. gets, a solid as, as, look <laughs> for that, like a solid look of like,
3: mm-hmm. excuse
2: I think, you. <laughs> I think Meredith is just going to like maintain intense eye contact and grin slowly <laughs> mm. and wickedly.
3: Well, you just get the as funny as that would, yeah. As as funny as that would be, yeah. as, as <laughs> that would be uh, I think that's a last resort. Uh, but I do appreciate you bringing bringing it up. Uh,
0: Look, I mean we all have connections in the city that we don't realise we have. I mean Meredith, have you spoken to Now she deliberately on purpose holds Aldwin's name off of her own brain for a second. Ethan no no Aldwyn lately? She's deliberately trying to him. change change the subject onto something, like, lighter. Yeah. And this is the thing that she's immediately jumped to. This is not intended with any yeah. malice at all.
2: Meredith, like, frowns for a second and goes, you know, actually, I don't think I've seen him around
3: recently. Well, he was um, rather embarrassed, I think. Uh...
2: Embarrassed? What do you have to be embarrassed about?
3: Well, I mean, if I'd gotten myself into a position to be almost sacrificed, I, I might have a little bit of. Uh,
2: yeah, maybe, but that wasn't Anxiety his fault. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, I mean, what was he doing there? I mean, he—he he certainly wasn't kidnapped. I don't think. Uh, but anyway, I'm not trying knows. to cast blame on.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Attention! I had a long conversation with him yes, on the cab she ride. Did.
0: But she's not saying anything, because she knows better, because Meredith will bite her head off, and she doesn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) This was meant to be light Uh, and not heavy. (laughs) Yes,
3: I'm not going to cast aspersions on the fellow. Uh, You know, people get into things for all sorts of reasons, Uh, but it's a shame he's not been around. Uh, I hope he's okay.
2: Yeah. Meredith, like, shrugs and then picks up her, like, little tin <laughs> cup um, and waves it a little and, like, says, hey, I'm going to go and get some refills and coffee. Does anybody want anything while I'm gone?
0: Where would you logically be going to get coffee from? I think there's, like, would a coffee cart go... just
2: outside the library, right?
0: But
1: that, then quadru-
0: the question is, would you have to go the outside the library? Hotly, hotly,
1: hotly debated spot. hotly debated spot in, like, that coffee cart spot. mm
0: Hotly
2: contested, hotly you mean?
1: Contested, oh yeah, hot yes, hotly contested spot. Yeah, yeah. Coffee yeah. Cart spot outside the library.
2: Mm.
0: That's
1: why I'm asking. Like, would you rivalry be going between the different coffee vendors? Yeah,
2: I think she'd just be going out to to the coffee cart outside the library. She doesn't want to go far.
0: Potentia's not going to go, but she's going to like down the last of the coffee that's in her coffee cup and say, "Would you mind getting me one? I'm just. I think I'm at a point where I just need to get some things in order." And I've got yeah, a bit of, of a run here. No, that's
2: totally fine. That's why I offered.
0: And she um picks up the the coffee cup, adds it
2: to her own. Harold, you want anything?
3: Um, I may come with you. Actually, um, I need a bit of a break. This place gets a little stuffy. Yeah,
2: I just kind of need to stretch my legs for a bit. Hey, we won't go far, Potentia. Just outside to the coffee cart. Mm. We'll Be back.
0: I won't move. So message me if you need anything. We'll do.
1: Hmm. Is this? A scene that Harold and Meredith are going to have, like a, a separate conversation, or is just just they can. I think it happened. Yeah, we can. Like, but is that I, um... is that what you've organised just now, or is no?
2: I I okay. literally just started that thinking we would. I was going to go and get do a coffee run. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Um,
3: yeah, I think so. Uh... By
0: the time you get back, which I assume you do come back, potentially has mm-hmm. got like all of her post its are like in nice neat order and everything like it's like she's packed up because her brain is done for the afternoon and she'll actually need to go and do <laughs> something else for a bit before she can look at it again not because yeah. she doesn't want to keep going but because she's just like it's that thing where you stared at the the words for too long and you now need to step away from it so that you can come back to it and for her that's probably an hour's break and then being able to go back to it again but mm-hmm. needs a mental break
2: Meredith and Harold come back, and Meredith has a um, a piece of paper in, like, piece of parchment in her hands. Um, and as she hands Potentia the um, her coffee, um, mm. she says, "Hey, this was on the coffee cart," and like puts it down on the table. And there's like a a picture of a um, kind of circusy sort of tent thing with like. A must just fe- um carnival or something it's similar, the written whims- on the
1: top. Whimsical Wonders Carnival.
2: Oh, that does sound very whimsical. Um, and she says, Hey, look at the date, it's after we've handed in our literature reviews. We should go check this out, have a bit of a celebration, uh, pat ourselves on the back,
0: potentially get shoot a shooter glad said Harold in a like. Is this something that we need that I need to say yes to? Kind of where it, you know, like this is not the kind of event that she would go to, but is this something that she just mm. needs to say yes to? In terms of mm-hmm. like, have you guys had an entire conversation about how psyched Meredith is about this carnival that I have not been part of and now I just have to say yes to going because that's the deal?
3: Mm. Harold will make a very big deal out of going, Well, it does sound wonderful. It would be a shame to miss it, I would think
0: yes it certainly sounds interesting Meredith um, why don't you uh, copy down all the details and um, I'll put pop it in my diary obviously I need to check it doesn't clash with any of the classes I teach and things but but should be like she's not setting up so that she can get out of it but like mentally you, if you were to roll an insight check I might give you more information <laughs> it's up to you yeah. <laughs> how insightful no, Meredith feels today
2: um, I think Meredith is kind of just she's not she's excited about it, but also I think she knows that like she's just kind of putting it forward as like a an option for blowing off some steam after they've you know handed in. A I very have a big sneaking thing.
0: suspicion that over the number of weeks up until our, our lit review is due, it'll keep getting dropped into conversation by Meredith as a we should go do something mm. fun and potentially is going to be worn down over time. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> yeah. Or possibly by by Meredith, plus Gore, plus Michael, plus (laughs) Ren, plus (laughs) everyone just being like, you should go to the thing. Many
2: people have (laughs) um, (laughs) have been talking about this
0: for a long time. Yes, yes, all of that.
3: All of that. Did I mention I sort of got a promotion at the Adventurer's Guild? Did
0: you? She looks at you strangely cuz she's been given her honorary membership that she didn't really want but she's got now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, I suppose well, on the down low, uh, you know, this this whole uh casino thing has I think probably thinned the herd a little and so they're probably in need of uh, <laughs> uh senior people, but apparently uh uh, I will not say my because mostly our exploits uh, caught the attention of my supervisor and uh they've yes they they've given me this sort of enhanced membership I suppose
2: That's fantastic congratulations
0: So what does that mean? Oh I mean Katia must be so proud like well, she's that, like she's got this that's potential's immediate response is mm-hmm. like oh the adventurous appreciation society must be so happy for you
2: Meredith is going to well, like Well they don't go, know nah.
0: At that,
3: <laughs> but um, uh, anyway, uh, no, I they I I just have sort like uh, certain privileges now, and uh, you know resources, and we have access to this dungeon now. Apparently, there's like uh, a dungeon that has been annexed by the adventurers' guild for exploration purposes. Oh, cool. I guess it's where adventurers like cut their teeth. um So I suppose that's interesting, but uh, I mean, the the upside is uh, the sorcerer, the sort of the head sorcerer there, uh, is doing me a favor and they're going to investigate the origin of my sword. You know, I just feel like I'm a little out of my depth. I've sort of, I've tried all of the resources that I have. I still can't access this book, you know, while the library is, uh, you know, down. Uh, So... Yes, I don't really know where else to turn, and it seemed like a no-brainer to me. You know, um, someone with those kind of resources, uh, the time that I don't have currently.
2: Well, we'll just see what they come up with, hey?
3: Yes, I mean, obviously, they have a somewhat vested interest in finding Faustus as well. So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I mean, everything's been so elusive. You know, in all of this, it just seems like every time maybe there's some information, it's just sort of doesn't eventuate, you know, yeah. like the moon was this temple, you know, this like celestial temple. But there were no real answers there either. No. Uh, just, just sort of.
2: A whole bunch more, more questions, mystery. right? So.
3: Right. But. Honestly, though, I'm looking forward to getting this literature review out, you know, uh, my supervisor, uh, Cakestone, was very excited about the way the conference went. Uh, so I, I'm sort of, you know, I'm sort of quietly confident that uh, there's a good project here.
2: Well, it's really good. It's what you want.
3: Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, this is all quite fascinating. Um, Almost with dramatic timing and a sense hmm. of uh, irony,
1: there's a knock on your little study hall, study enclave room. Mm-hmm. And poking his, poking his head inside is a yeah. help and learning support. Um, and it's the one that has some telltale uh, damage to it that you recognize. One that you haven't seen in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Hello. I hope I am not interrupting. Harold, I have returned from the quest you have sent me on. And he reaches into his book bag. Oh, that was so long ago. <laughs> and produces <laughs> a very worn, hardbound book. Mm. Believe is that- this is the book you were looking for. And, like, arm extends so that it reaches across the room and places the book in front of you on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As if you don't already have enough on your plate in terms of having to read. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate distraction <laughs> lands directly yes. in front of you. <laughs>
3: Yes, quite. Um uh, Oh, thank you so much. Um I'm so glad you could track this down. Um And I I don't know. I don't know how to sort of dismiss him politely, but I I take the book and sort of wave it as if to say, "Yep, I've I've got this now. All it's all good here now. How are you?"
1: <laughs> if I can no longer be of service, I will return to my duties.
3: Well, well, thank you. Uh, you've done quite enough uh, for now. Thank you. Um, and as
1: it turns and uh, walks away, um, you notice that it looks like it sustained some kind of additional damage beyond what you had seen last time. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's gone through some kind of ordeal to to obtain this book for you. Hmm. Hold on, uh, hold on,
3: Hal, uh... Yes? Can I be of assistance? Sorry, I, um, you know, I thought we sort of patched you up pretty pretty well. Uh, You seem to have sustained additional damage. Uh,
1: Oh, yes, it appears that my uh, quest for you to obtain this book took me on quite a journey. Sorry, uh, the book wasn't in the library? The book was in the library, but in order to gain control over it, I was required to complete some kind of arcane trial. After much trial and error, I was able to complete the tasks and gain mastery of the book, which I
3: have now brought to you. Uh right. Um you know maybe you could hold on for a second. And we can possibly do this off camera Ben. But I will probably have him uh like dictate or annotate perhaps <clears throat> uh the events that he's talking about like a written account. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. I mean that the we help and
1: so, uh the help um the help and learning support Uh, constructs are well versed at dictating um, speech into text and text into speech Mm -hmm. Um, something that I believe Meredith was told about uh, that if she ever needed to write something and felt uncomfortable speaking she could just talk to one of these and they'd write out what she she had um, said which is fantastic for copying text as well Mm mhm they're great at duplicating texts. Yes, I can stay and tell you about my journey. Yeah, he goes on to tell you that he picked up the book. Uh, he heard an otherworldly voice. Mm-hmm. Was transported to an alternate plane when he informed the book that he needed to check its contents. There was a series of trials uh, that he that its memory core does not seem to contain any longer. Mm-hmm. Just that it knows mm-hmm. that it, it went through some trial. Mm. Um, when it it must have completed the trials, because it's back. Uh, it's sustained some damage. It does not remember why. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does have. It was able to then travel around with this book until it found you. Mm. Right, and apparently it could. It when it tried to read the text, uh, mm-hmm. it was it had trouble reading the text. Uh it was in mm-hmm. a almost in a script that it could not read. Mm, uh, interesting despite the fact that uh the help and learning support system is versed in virtually every form of written text. hmm Um Yeah. It it's almost it's it's almost as if the the book rebelled against his its desire to read it.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I certainly appreciate the efforts. Um I, I suppose uh do you know where to find Lanwin or one of the uh one of the artifices? Uh sure they
1: could fix you up again? Yes. I am about to go and put myself in for ma- 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 maintenance. Mm-hmm. If that is all. I will be on my way. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. One is glad to have been of assistance. And it will leave the room.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: As it leaves, Meredith is just going to, like, say a little bit faintly, just the weirdest library, honestly.
3: <sighs> yes, right. Um, well, uh... Difficult as it might be, I think I'm going to have to put this aside for a moment, the lest I'm yet again whisked off to a, another plane. Um Yeah. <laughs> At
1: least you have prior warning this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that that's that has to like if you've ever been given something and be like Don't open this.
0: Me currently with Boulder's Gate. (laughs) Shush! Stop it. Yes, I know.
2: Meredith um, scribbles something on a piece of paper and um, and like sticks it to the front cover. And you look at it, and it just says, Mm. "Do not open."